We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. God speaking to Joshua said to him, this book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth. He says, you shall meditate in it day and night. He says, for then, that you may observe to do all that is written according to in, in it. He says, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Joshua, I mean, um, Psalms chapter number one, verses one to three. Psalms one, one to three, which is our closing charge as a ministry. Psalm one, one to three. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but war, but his delight is in the law. You know, the word, the word of the Lord. His delight is in the word of the Lord. It says, and in his word, he meditate day and night. What is it going to look like? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever thing that man doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever thing that man does shall prosper. Glory to Jesus. Every believer must know you have the mind of Christ. When the Lord said in the book of Genesis chapter number 2, says, therefore, let us make man, chapter number 1, let us make man from verse number 26 in our own image, after our own likeness, not in terms of physique, not in terms of body composition. Not that God then, you know, God has two eyes, two legs, two legs, whatever. Nobody knows what God looks like because no one has ever seen him before. The only simulation or similitude that you may have to that will be the person of Jesus who walked on the face of the earth. But what that scripture was saying was that you have the mind of Christ. Capacity to make something out of nothing. No man, no man, no man, no man can be limited in life except he limits his mind. Except you limit your mind, you cannot be limited. So a fine man can go. Like I shared also last week Sunday, if you missed that service, please, I beseech you by the mercies of the Lord, you, want, you need to go back you know, and go watch it. They thought of, I cannot do it. It is not possible. How shall it even be? Can I even succeed? It is the reason why some things are not working for you. As he thinks in his mind, in his heart. He says, so is he. Seventh verse, Proverbs chapter number 23. As he thinks, that is the way he is. Our, life, our lives produce results in direct proportion to the state of our minds. That's what your life does. That's what your life does. The results you have, you have, it's it, it a reflection of the state of your mind. You've not sat for an exam, you're already saying you're going to fail. So when the result comes out and you fail indeed, why were you surprised? Because you never believed you could make it. You're not married, you're already thinking because of some very nasty, you know, relationships that you're already open to or exposed to, that you cannot have a peaceful home. And now you're married, your home is not peaceful. Can you see why it is not peaceful? It's because of your reasoning. When a man's thinking faculty is faulty, nothing good can ever come out of him. 
as he thinks in his heart. That is the way he is. Bible says concerning the righteous, it says, though he falls seven times, it says, he shall undoubtedly rise again. It says seven times, not one, not two, not th- seven times. It says, though he falls seven times, he shall undoubtedly rise up again. Let's take a look at a few more, few more areas. You know, how the word, how our thinking, you know, can be transformed and how we can renew our mind, you know, to produce an enviable result. The second one I would like to share with you is prayer. 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 One thing that you must know as a New Testament believer is that prayer has a way of opening up our thinking faculty. And I'm a witness of that. Many a times you want to do something, take an action, do something, gain clarity. You don't know what to do. But in the place of prayer, clarity can come. Clarity can come. There was this image. I was searching for it online, but I couldn't find it. Some of you who are from, you know, where I'm from, you perhaps would have stumbled upon it before. Um, It shows an image of um, a lion and I think maybe a cat or a dog. Then it says, what I look like before praying and what I look like after praying. How many of you have seen that, that image before? Prayer. Prayer is a weapon huh, for, the, for, for, for the believer. Many times I want to do many things. I don't know what to do. In the place of prayer, as I continue to speak in other tongues, as I continue to lift up my hands, you know, in, 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 you know uh, unto heaven, I realize that the things that I thought that I could not achieve, that I could not do, I realize that I begin to tilt towards achieving this same thing. You know why many people have defeatist mindset? Because of inability to pray. Because prayer emboldens a believer. Prayer solidifies a believer's faith. Prayer prayer changes a believer's reasoning. Prayer causes a believer's confidence not to be in the believer, but in the God of, of the believer. That's one of the things prayer does. And we see this in the scripture. We saw it in the life of Queen Esther. Esther chapter number 4, verses 15 to 16. Bible says, he said to his people, you guys go pray, go fast, and wait upon the Lord. Eat nothing. He says, I'll do likewise. Go tell Mordecai that this is what I'm going to do. And then I'll go into the king's chamber. And I'll say to him, make a request of him. If I perish, I perish. She got to that level. Don't forget, background to this story. If you attend Biblio, by the way, I don't think you need a background. And I want to beseech you by the mercies of the Lord. As a church, since for two months or a month now, we started a, a review of the entire Bible from Genesis down to Revelation. That's what we're still going to. Last week, we took a look at um, Esther, Job, and Psalms. So this Sunday, I mean, this Wednesday, for example, we'll move a step further, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Songs of Solomon, and don't miss it. If you cannot be there in person, tune in online, 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. So now, because you don't attend Biblio, let me give you a background to this story. Glory to Jesus. The background is that Esther was not faith-filled enough. Esther did not choose to rise up on her own, you know, to speak up for the children of Israel, for the Jews. No, it was Mordecai, I mean, her cousin, her uncle, rather, her guardian, who went to meet her. 
the Lord perhaps had planted you in the palace for such a time as this. So rise up now, your people, the Jews, they are about being killed, being, you know, being, 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 being roasted by um, Haman and, and his crew. Say, go speak to the king and speak up. If you don't speak up, we will perish. You you will perish. Then after she said, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night and day. My mate and, and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king. Which is against the law. Because in those days, you dare not show up in the king's inner chamber without you being called. If you dare it, you'll perish. You're, immediately you're gone. But if I perish, I perish. Why? What changed? Some, what, what changed? Communion with God. That was what changed. That was what, last night, for example, we were praying. And here, you know, the ministry's prayer meeting. And so many thoughts were running through my mind as the prayer session too was going on. And I began to hear the Lord get, speak to me and give me direction as to what or how to approach or how to, you know, pursue specific things that I had in mind. Prayer. Have you ever prayed sometimes so much such that you know that that battle cannot be lost? For those of you, some of you who experience nightmares, have you ever prayed so much such that by the revelation, by the witness of the spirit that you have, you go to bed expecting the demons to come visit you so that you can deal with them? Oh, y'all are not, y'all are Canadian. You're not waging wars. You pray, you trust the Lord, you fight, you war. You war so much that when you want to go to bed, you'll be saying, I need your all to please show up tonight and see how I'm going to deal with you. Prayer has the capacity to change a believer's reasoning. Has the capacity to change a believer's sense of reasoning. We saw again in Acts chapter number 4, 29 to 31. Acts chapter number 4, verses 29 to 31. Now, Lord, look on their threat and grant to your servant. And grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word. That with all boldness, they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal. And the signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Glory to God. He says, and when they had prayed. When they had what? And when they had prayed. What then happened after they had prayed? And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. You see, again, to fully understand this, you need, you know, some. You need, you need some background. The background is that, see, don't forget that many of these guys, these same guys, in Act chapter number 1 and Act chapter number 2, they were in the upper room. They were baptized in the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But when they began to, you know, experiment the force of the spirit, they began to face challenges from all the people. He says that now they gathered and they say, Lord, give us the grace that with boldness we may go and preach your word to these people. That signs and wonders may be done through the holy name of your son, Jesus. Why would they have to be praying for boldness again? If not that they were feeling timid. As he thinks, that is the way he is. When you go into the place of prayer, he has the capacity to change you. 
He has the capacity to change the way you reason, the way you do the things that you do. Glory to Jesus. That with all boldness, that with all boldness, 31 says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled, not some of them, every one of them, filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, being filled in the Holy Spirit is different from being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I told you all before, if you worship in this ministry, being filled in the Holy Spirit or the infilling of the Holy Spirit is a continuous journey. Or you cannot have much more than enough. You can always, Holy Spirit, fill me up. Holy Spirit, fill me. He's in you. Infilling is you, you know, experiencing what I want to call immersion of the Spirit. Immersion of the Spirit. Immersion of the Spirit. That's what these guys were praying for here. As he thinks. As he thinks. So in the place of prayer, if you approach God from the perspective of faith, you would know that of a truth, what God cannot do does not exist. You will know that of a truth, impossible is nothing for him. So that, that confidence begins to change some specific things, you know, in you and the way you do some of the things that you do. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Let's take a look at another one. How a believer can change the way he reasons. Let's take a look at another one. Association. Association. Listen to me very carefully. Especially many of those of you who are, you know, um, who are singles, who are young adults, you know, and all of those. Association. One of the reasons why you reason the way you reason is because of the class of people or the classes of people you've been frolicking with. When your association changes, huh, the things you think about and how you think will change. To get your life moving to the next level, to move a step further, you don't like the trajectory of your life. You don't like what is going on in your life. You don't like how you think so low, so poor of yourself. One of the things you need to do again, outside word and outside prayer, is to reassess and you know, weigh your association. The company that you keep. Because, see, it does not matter. Uh, an eagle. An eagle, God designed an eagle to soar, not to fly. It does not mat matter how much an eagle uh, continues to frolic with birds. Regular birds. Uh, he would never attempt to soar. You know why he would never attempt to soar? Because he doesn't see those he's moving with soaring. But when a bird begins to move in the class of an eagle, and a bird, a regular bird, you know, sees an eagle soaring, somehow as he sees the eagle soaring, he begins to think or tries to also make an attempt. Can I also soar like this eagle is soaring? Many of you are not soaring simply because you've been frolicking with birds. You've been frolicking with birds. You... It, that's that's why. So when you meet together, you, there is not nothing productive, nothing motivating, nothing spiritual, nothing supernatural, nothing directional in your conversation. Other than, well, what did you take last night? Well, let's go and hang out. Let's watch this movie. Let us do this. Let us do that. You you discuss nonsense, even though you're a believer. Don't forget the head that I'm sharing with you right now is how a believer can change the way he thinks. 
not just how a man can change the way he thinks. How a believer changes the way he thinks is not the same way as how a, an ordinary man, a pagan, would change the way he reasons. You're trusting God for quality grades in your academics. You should not be moving with average students. If truly you're serious, you want to graduate first class. No. No. You cannot be say You'll be a local champion. All of you will be having D, D, D. Then one day you will have C, you'll be feeling great. When A is God's desire for you, and A is possible, Association. Say, listen to this. I hear this from a father, Bishop David Oyedeko. The company you keep will determine what accompanies you. The company that you keep will determine what accompanies you. So what follows you, what you carry about, plus the garbage, plus all of all those stuff, it's a reflection of the company that you keep. The word of the Lord cannot be broken. Proverbs chapter number 13, verse 22. He that walks with the wise will be wise. A companion of fool will be destroyed because the foolish ones they are destined for destruction. There is no wisdom, association. Many of you are okay. When was the last time you went through your contact? All those silly social media for um, people you are handles you're following. When was the last time you felt no? This is not moving in the direction of my life. Unfollow, block, unfollow, block, unfollow, block. They keep feeding you all sort of garbage. That's the reason why you keep thinking bad garbage. That's what they keep feeling you. That's what they're giving you. That's why. Association this time around, because of the age of, of social media, you know, 21st century that we are in. I'm not talking just about physical association plus all the ones who follow. Okay. Many of you, you want to stop, you know, masturbation. But yet, all these silly, cladly dressed girls, you don't stop from following them. You don't stop liking them. That boss, you keep liking it. Shako, am I preaching this morning? See, listen to this. In case you all don't know, in case you all don't know, you see, the creators of all the social media apps you all use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Snapchat, um, TikTok, all of all those. And don't ask me how I got to know, okay? Now, all of all those handles, they were mostly created to cause you to be thinking the way they want you to think not the way you desire to think. The ones who should be on social media are the ones who have actually gotten a grip of their destiny and of their life and they have enough discipline to choose to determine how they want their life to pan out. If you don't have plans or you don't understand how you desire to have your life plan out, social media will fashion that out for you. It will fashion it out for you. Glory be Jesus. Let me tell you how they get this done for you. There is something called algorithm. Do you know that what they will be feeding on your timelines are those images that you look, look at, those pages similar to the ones that you follow, the ones that you like. That's the reason why when you go on your IG and you go to your search, whatever thing, you keep seeing skimpily dressed people. You keep seeing guys who are wearing nothing. 
And you're wondering why they're showing you. They are showing you because you've shown interest in those things. They plan your life out for you. Many years ago, even before the advent of social media, the likes of Facebook, Instagram, I got an understanding, thorough knowledge of this that I'm teaching you this moment. And let's go. It must be in 2007, I mean, 2000, um, maybe um, seven or 2006. I left him. Um, I was doing professional exam then. ACC or what is it called? Then I wanted to be a chartered accountant. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was out of school. I was doing at um, HCA. I was working, work Monday to Friday, go to class, you know, Saturdays and Sunday. And somehow, I don't know exactly what it was. And the Lord ministered to me. When was the last time you did a contact audit? I went on my phone. I was a bachelor. as a 2005-2006. I was living alone. I went on my contact. There was no social media. Went on, maybe Facebook only then. Went on my contact, began to look at, and I began to delete I began to delete. I began to delete. You don't keep in contact what you don't want to have contact with. To keep them in contact is to continually have contact with them. Either physically or virtually. You don't want to have contact with it. Huh? You don't want to have anything to do with it. Hey, hey, no point smelling. Where I come from, they say you don't smell what you know you're not going to eat. Why are you perceiving if it is good or not when you know that you don't want to eat it? Association, association. He who walks with the wise will be wise. A companion of fool will be destroyed. That's the word of the Lord. That's the reason why you reason the way you reason. So they speak impossible. You also keep echoing impossible. I told you all before, and I make my boast in the Lord. Because of those, by God's grace, on my IG alone, I have over 10,000 followers on Instagram. The ones that I follow out of over the 10,000, they are less than 1,000, if my memory serves me right. Now, you see, the less than 1,000 people that I follow, I, I follow them because I know them. So my TL, my timeline, is always clean. These are people who are working. Some of them, you know, they've gone farther than I am. Many of some of them, you know, same level that I am. Many of them are even my prodigies. If I don't open my art copy Bible to study in a day, and I visit my Instagram handle, I will read the word of the Lord, or hear a sermon. But you know why it is tough for you to unfollow and to block? Because you've placed your validations in life on the number of likes you get, the number of people following you, and the number of people not following you. Am I shaking the table? Okay, so let's shatter the table then. Now, 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 because your validation is in them, and these systems too, they know how they operate. It is the reason why it is tough for you. Although, why, why? It's, it's, not, it's only, see, it's better to have five quality friends than have 500 useless ones. But in any case, how do you know the 500 are useless if you are also not? See, I'm speaking live to you. The, the point I'm trying to make is this. For you to know that you, you, you don't belong to a city, I mean, certain class would mean that you've gotten to that level where you've devi- defined, you know, your life. You know what you want. So when you don't know what you want out of life, anything comes. When a man lacks destination, there is no future of a preferable, um, picture of a preferable future. You don't know exactly where you're going to. Everywhere will seem like your final destination to you. 
Everywhere will seem like a bus stop. Association. Give me this verse, uh, um, word in message translation. Let me show you what message translation says. He who walks with the wise, you will see the message translation now. Glory to Jesus. Association. Becoming wise. Become wise by walking with the wise. That's the way to be wise. You walk with the wise. You want distinction? Walk with those who have it. Whatever thing that you desire, walk with those who are already walking in the fullness of that thing. You want to be wealthy? Don't keep up with those who are rehearsing poverty. You want to be successful? Don't mingle with low lifers. No, you don't belong there. Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out. That's a term we all use now, right? Hang out with the fools and watch your life fall to pieces. But like I said, to know, glory to you, celebrate Jesus this morning. <laughs> you all should tell me you don't miss mommy whenever she's not in lofty heights. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. He says, hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. He did not say walk with fools. See, walking with someone, it's a conscious decision. Hanging out is not super conscious. Are you available? Let us go. Let, let us just go, go hang out. You go. In other words, it is, it is not in walking with the fool that you actually become foolish. It is in the hanging out. Those minute, tiny things. It, it, let, let's just taste it. It will not hurt. It will not hurt us. Let's just, just try it out. Hanging out. That's what you call it. You don't hang out with someone who you have, a, um, I mean, you hang out with people who are, you're a bit casual with. You work with those who are solidly your friend. This scripture is trying to, the choice of words here that I'm trying to break out is, hanging out is not the same thing as walking with someone. You work with a friend, you hang out with acquaintance. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Your life not fall to pieces in Jesus' name. Jesus says to us, say what light, I mean what relationship has light got with darkness? Am I saying that we should then be all aloof and not whatsoever thing? No. And you see, before you can, before a man would be able, you know, to define his association, you must know what you actually want out of life. Until you define your life, every association will be like it. That's why you get into a place you're saying, hey, they don't love me, they did not greet me. You don't need all that. You don't need all that. Likes beget lives. If you walk with the wise, three wise people, in no distant time, you become the fourth wise person. If you walk with three foolish people, in no distant time, you become the fourth foolish person. It's the principle of life, and it is the word of the Lord. He who walks with the wise will be wise. A companion of fool will be destroyed. So what life do you desire? Everything Jesus has made them available for you. What you take out of it depends on how much your mind can carry. Until you get to that level where your mind is fully, you know, um, enlarged. And you know that actually, as long as it is good for you. And by the way, this month of May, it's going to be a salad kind of month in Lofty Hyde. What I mean by salad kind of month in respect to salmons is... I'm not going to be focusing on specific um, series like I usually do. 
we just speak many things God laid upon my heart. One of the messages the Lord told me last night to share with you in May is how to get whatsoever thing you want in life. Celebrate Jesus. How to get whatsoever thing you want out of life. Following the scripture, following the word of the Lord. Because many of the things you want to kill yourself over right now, they have nothing. By the time you grow a little bit, advance beyond that thing, you look back and you, you look at yourself, you I must actually been very, very foolish. I was praying so hard for a car. You get what I'm saying? That would that, that, be the kind of thoughts that would be coming. Glory to God. But there is a godly way to get in whatsoever thing you want out of life. In May, I'm going to be showing you that. In Psalms chapter number 1, verse number 2. Psalms 1, verse number 2. Bible speaks again about the, 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 the basis, the importance of association. Psalms chapter number 1, verse number 2. Psalms chapter number 1. Who is on there, please? Celebrate Brother Amos. It, is, it requires a um, different grace to do what he's doing because he did not show up for the workshop yesterday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. So when grace was being released at the workshop, Brother Amos, was, he said he was sleeping. <laughs> no, he's not doing a little sleepy, a little slumber. Glory to Jesus. Psalm chapter number one. Importance of association. He says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. He says, nor stands in the path of sinners. Nor sit in the seat. Glory to Jesus. You know, the Lord just said to me again. He says, the association is asking me to teach on. He says, it is more of your virtual association than physical association. See, many of the apps you're all on, you don't need them. No, what? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, um, TikTok, Snapchat, five of them, only you. You are not, now, you are not selling anything. You are not selling anything. You're not giving any value, but you are being fed. You get what I'm saying? So whatever thing I desire that you get, that is what you get. I must have registered Snapchat maybe three years, four years, or five years ago. I uninstalled it. I registered TikTok. I uninstalled it. What do I want to be doing there? The only thing, if you're not giving value, or if you're not bringing out values in all of all these things, there is no point being there. You can find one that you love, that aligns to the kind of person, personality that you have. Then still on that. And think about it this way. You who call yourself a believer, what is the relevance huh, of five handles that you have to the kingdom of the Lord? How do you advance kingdom's cause, the kingdom's agenda, by your social media presence? What am I even talking about? Many are even ashamed to even post anything scriptural. To even declare that they are Christian. Wouldn't it be a shame that you have tons of people following you and they don't know in whom you believe? May the Lord magnify. When you get home after this service, many of you need to pick up your phone. Do a lot of unfollowings. Unfollowing, unfollowing. Do, I abandoned Twitter many, 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 um, for like two, three years. I went back on Twitter again, you know, um, maybe late last year or mid last year or so. And I began to see some things on my tail. 
And I was wondering, when did this person follow me or when did I unfollow? <laughs> Especially that one that you call Facebook. I don't know how it happened. I was just seeing all sorts of stuff. See, if you want to take charge of your reasoning, be mindful of the things you feed on by way of your environment. When you get back home, go revisit your social media pages again and see how much they're working, you know, to help you get better. He says, not stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of discomfort. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be, not he will be. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Association. The company that you keep will determine what accompanies you. All the plants, all the very lofty things that the Lord's God implant for you, install for you, you need an enlarged mind, capacity of mind to be able to receive them. Success is better defined as when opportunity meets preparation. One of the preparations you need to put in place is to enlarge your reasoning, enlarge the way you think. And one of the major ways to do that is for you to continue to behold yourself, you know, from in the mirror of God's word. When you take a look at yourself in the mirror, you don't see me, you see you. In the same way, the Bible, the word of the Lord, is the believer's mirror. So when you begin to flip through the pages of the scripture, you should begin to see yourself the way you see yourself in your physical, your natural mirror in the word of the Lord. Because exactly what the word says about you, that's exactly who you are. That's exactly who you are and that's exactly what, you, what, 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 you, what you'll be able to do. So when you are limited in life, don't blame it on the fact that God does not answer prayer. Do you know the limit, um, the limit in your mind also affects the kind of prayers that you pray? So you cannot dare big things. You cannot ask God solid things, even, even though you know that you require them, you need them. Because your mind is limited. As the things in his heart, that is the way he is. Rise up on your feet this morning. Oh, how sweet. Oh, power and joy, precious name. Oh, how sweet. Oh, how sweet. At Lofty Heights, we don't like bringing our services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to accept the Lordship of Jesus or to have a relationship with Him. You've learned through this teaching as a things that the way man thinks will determine how much he can get from the Lord. The way you think, your reception to the Word is even a, a reflection of the state of your mind. You doubt prophecies because you have a faulty mindset. So when you need to claim it, you begin to say, no, it is not possible. And that's why results are not coming. One of the reasons why things are that way, it may be because you've not accepted the Lordship of Jesus. So you hear under the sound of my voice, you've not accepted the Lordship of Jesus. Or you once did, and you went back into the world. And you want to say, Lord Jesus, I'm back home. I need you and only you. <laughs> 
I'd like you to please say these prayers after me. Dear Father, I thank you for your word that has gone forth to me this morning. I repent of my sins. I declare you as my Lord and as my Savior. Please save me. Make me yours forever. Fill me with your spirit and saturate my mind with your love. Make me yours forever, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we celebrate Jesus this moment? We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.